Hello, my friends, and welcome to the DDP for the sixth day of August. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me. It is Saturday, and we always try to tell you what's coming up on Sunday so that you are all prepared for the full sermon drop that comes every Sunday. These are from our various travels around this particular week weekend. We will be airing our sermon from the Flowery Branch Georgia monthly meeting. We hold we hold a monthly meeting every Sunday, or I'm sorry, once a month on a Sunday with our group in Georgia. This is from the June Grace Encounter. This sermon is titled Hidden in a Handkerchief. I use that from the story from Luke 19, the parable of the minas. In the grand pantheon of Jesus's parables, the parable of the minas gets almost no attention. And I think it's because it gets swallowed up by its companion parable, Matthew's parable of the talents. And that has a lot of eschatological implications, but it also sort of moves us off into thinking about natural talents. Most people use it as a a story about giving, or they use it as an investment strategy. But the parable of the minas is saying something else, and it, it involves a nobleman in a far country and receiving a kingdom and all of that stuff. But this is really a message about disproportionate returns, about grace doing what grace does, whether or not we think it should or whether or not we think we qualify, that God's gifts belong to us, but their effects belong to him. This is a message that really takes a look at not fearing God based on what we think he's like, but instead trusting God because of what we see of him in Jesus. I'm excited to air for you hidden in a handkerchief. Video available at paulwhiteministries.com. Video available at our YouTube page, PWM. Also available at... Uh, our Facebook page, Paul White Ministries. Audio available right here. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, you can listen to the entire sermon hidden in a handkerchief. And this will conclude the June monthly meetings. Last week we aired our meeting from Chapin. This week, Flowery Branch. <clears throat> and we have some more things uh, piled up to air for you coming up very soon, including our trip to Leesburg, Missouri. That's coming up um, next week. And then we'll get into the monthly meetings for July and then our meetings that we had in uh, Westminster, South Carolina. So we've got some good stuff uh, on deck coming up in the next few weeks. Okay, 2 Timothy chapter 3, we arrive today in the 10th verse. And this is a, a, a part of this warning that he's been giving to Timothy regarding what's going to happen as the, as the, the worst part of human nature sort of comes to the forefront in times of distress and stress and problems. But he's not so worried about Timothy. And remember something we said yesterday is that uh, Paul's not worried that Timothy's going to be these things. Paul just wants to put Pastor Timothy on the lookout for these things. And the reason he doesn't worry so much about Timothy falling into these things starts to play out in this 10th verse. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, 
and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Really today, just two things to take away. And and this little podcast we do is not long enough to take away more than one or two things. And that's why I usually try to only do one or two things every day. So that if you're going to chew on or dwell on something the rest of your day, um, it's easy to digest and easy to remember. One of the things that I would take away from this passage today, number one, Timothy carefully followed And then Paul lists off doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance. Carefully followed is Timothy paid attention to how he paid attention. He carefully followed. And we don't have to be full of cares. And we don't have to carefully follow so that we don't lose our salvation or lose our place with God. But if what you're doing matters, being careful should matter. And it's okay, you can be both the righteousness of God in Christ and carefully follow what you're doing. And I don't mean, and I know we've taken the analogy, I've done this too, said, well, I don't say be careful because that means be full of care. Well, sometimes you need to take care. Sometimes you need to have care about what you're doing. And I do think that living for Christ is about life. It's about living. It's about abundant life. But I also think that we can pay attention to our life in Christ and that by paying attention, we might put the spotlight on the things that matter and it might help focus us on the things that matter. So you might even say it this way, and I've said it this way before, be intentional. So as you are intentional, there's an intentionality behind your walk you begin to pay attention to the things that matters. That would be the first thing I would take away. The second is that 12th verse, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. This is sort of Paul's way of saying, look, if you are careful in your walk, if you're paying attention to your doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, odds are you're going to suffer for it. You're going to be persecuted. And I'm struck by something we've said many times, that the, the, church, the, the, the writers of the New Testament are never turned off by persecutions in the way that we are. Because in a lot of ways, we think persecutions are a blatant attempt of the enemy to, to like steal our rights or there's something we ought to fight against. But the early church saw persecutions as their opportunity to suffer with Jesus And they did not see persecutions as evidence that God had abandoned them or that he was trying to teach them a lesson or that he was no longer on their side. So take this away today. Whatever persecution you might feel that you're under, and maybe it's legit, just realize that all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus are going to suffer some persecution. And that's not going to be at the hands of God, but that God who loves us is able to turn all things to our good. I think it's a a safer spot to land. I also think it's a more encouraging spot to land because it helps us to face whatever goes wrong and realize that it's not God against us. And that should help us land here, that if God be for us, who could be against us? More tomorrow from 2 Timothy 3. See you then. God bless.